Hello and welcome to another episode of the True Growth Podcast. And today is our second of our monthly roundups with my scholar Kat Ashley from Purbeck Whole Foods, who is going to be sharing with us her coaching session today as we look at what she's achieved in this month past of August and the successes that she's had. But also we're going to obviously dive straight into some of the challenges she has faced and how she's overcome them. As you know, I want to be able to share with you the magic that happens within the sessions so that you can experience firsthand the value of coaching, um, the value of understanding your mindset and the workarounds that we sometimes have to use to uh, overcome those difficulties that our minds set for us. And of course, always to have the strategy that you can implement to instill new habits and to find new patterns and ways of behaving in your business and in your life that supports you and your desires. Because it is that the way that dreams are fulfilled is through persistent and continuous action in a focused and strategic way, really. But of course, if we don't really know the truth behind what it is we truly desire, it's hard to get the things we want. And you can end up working very hard, but not quite getting the traction you desire and deserve. So it's wonderful that a cat has volunteered to share these sessions with you so that you can join her on her true growth pathway. And hopefully these sessions will benefit you too in your own business. If anything we share triggers things for you, um, brings up some questions, then please do feel free to get in touch and let me know. I'm happy to talk with you and talk through some of the things there of your own challenges. And of course, if you've been touched and have had some success as a direct result of listening to these episodes, again, please do share that. And remember, of course, to give Kat and Perfect Whole Foods some love because she is doing something amazing for your benefit today and in every monthly episode as she goes through her True Growth program with me. Anyway, let's welcome Kat and let's get on with the show. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. Kat, how's it been? It's uh, been an eventful month for you. I think when we met last, you'd already made some significant changes, but tell, tell the listeners what's been happening. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know where the last two weeks has gone. Certainly, um, we've made a start on all sorts of diff- different aspects of things, even things that have been wait- sort of on the list of things to do for about the last two years. <laughs> um, 
so that's quite exciting. Um, and I can't believe we're, we're over halfway through August already. So, yeah, lots of exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're starting to get ready for winter with social distancing. Um, that's probably the least exciting thing in, in terms of what's actually happened. Um, mm-hmm. We have a pitch reserved for us um, at the market. Wow. So um, it was beautiful to hear that when I spoke to the organiser, he said that they'd love to have us mm-hmm. and that they wanted to really, you know, make a, a big deal of the market being a foodie kind of extravaganza and that he thought we'd be a perfect fit. So that was lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might just need to let everyone know about the market because I don't think, I think that sort of happened in between these sessions, didn't it? Um, when you decided to, to, to look into uh, branching out I, in that way. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, so we were thinking of different ways to increase footfall in a tiny premises at a time when you needed social distance. Mm-hmm. So we are looking at attending the local market in Wareham on the Quay for, on a Saturday morning so that we can effectively be in two places at once. Mm-hmm. And the market's widely used by locals and people visiting, people staying. Um, and it really, it, it really did come into its own. It, it was a complete lifeline during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, the, although the police apparently did try to close it down due to social distancing, like lots of other markets, mm-hmm. um, the, one of the main features is a, a very successful vegetable mar- stall that's been there for goodness knows how many years, mm-hmm. um, who had this fantastic system of just seas of gazebos and social distancing and single file, and hence it was allowed to stay open. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, and of course you being comfortable with that. Yeah, I mean, and that's so exciting that you have discovered a way of being in two places at once. Like you say, the key point here for you is to increase your turnover and your by obviously increasing your exposure to more customers who can get hold of your fantastic products. And that's so important for businesses right now, isn't it? Because like you say, you're, you're closed half the time. And even if you are open, you can't get people through the door in the same rate that you were. So I love the way that you've thought creatively and you've expanded your business and yet you're serving more and reaching out to more new customers. That's brilliant. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, by the end of this week, we might even have a van. Oh, so talk some more about this. And I think we did mention this to the listeners last time when you were talking about this as another way of expanding your business and providing uh, a sort of local delivery route. Yeah. Tell us about the van. Um, So the van, it will be used at the market as well, but it is also, it's been a long-term thing that I was keen to try and take the shop out to smaller villages um, so that we could access the more rural communities or people that are, haven't you know, necessarily got the capacity to drive in or aren't necessarily well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so the van is also, not only is it going to be at the market, but it's also going to go out on a set route mm-hmm. um, each week with our most popular products in there, available for cash payment or contactless card payment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we've got an advert going into the local gazette 
Mm-hmm. I did not to go with flyers because quite honestly, mm-hmm. if you have a flyer come through the door, how many of us actually keep it just in case? Mm. Most of us would probably be honest and go, oh, well, actually, if I don't need it at the time, I'll bin it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the advert in the Gazette is is something that tends to sit around the house. People mm-hmm. tend to keep it and read it thoroughly from cover to cover. And it's the mm-hmm. first hard copy they're printing since lockdown. So it's quite a significant one. And mm-hmm. basically the advert that's going in is asking people if they're interested in the delivery service or a weekly route to ring us mm-hmm. and register the interest. So that off the back of that, we can then start to map out a route rather than just going in blind. Sure. I'm thinking, right, we've got interest sure. in this village or that village. And we can say, right, every Tuesday from 11, we'll be here. Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday from 1 o'clock, we'll be here. And hopefully, people will get into a new routine. Sure. Um, and certainly, I think nobody really knows what this winter is going to bring. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have all the usual coughs and colds and snuffles. But nobody really knows how much of that is going to be COVID related. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of plenty of people of all age groups that don't want to come out into towns mm-hmm. or villages unless they have to. Sure. So we sure. can see and go to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just really interested there, as I think you said, you're inviting people to give you a call. Can you talk me through your thoughts there? Because obviously, if you're engaging with people on the telephone, it's going to take up a lot of your time, or your staff's time. How do, how did you come to that decision as opposed to, say, suggesting people contact you on, through a contact form on your website or that sort of other way of contacting you? Um, purely because per human contact, really. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to say, oh, I'll email, oh, I'll fill out a form, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that, mm-hmm. when actually sometimes there's so much modern communication that mm-hmm. actually people forget you can still pick up the phone and talk to a human being and sometimes mm. it's much nicer mm. um, and then if they have any questions about it you can ask, answer them there or then or you mm. you know you can be honest and human and say well actually I don't know yet but you know I'll take your name and number and mm-hmm. when we do have an answer we'll give you a call it'll mm-hmm. take all of about two minutes mm-hmm. so I think I think because the shop has always been a bit of a lifeline sometimes you know you might be the only person that that customer speaks to all day mm-hmm. so if you take the time to ask oh how's it going or oh you know you you look really nice today that jumper really suits you it could mm-hmm. make all the difference between a good day for that person or a really rubbish day mm-hmm. so I think that's why we went down that route rather than anything else I think yeah and that's one of the things I love about your business, cat, and obviously, you know, to be honest with you about you, you are so centred on delivering that personal contact to people. You really understand and have an appreciation how your business is built more on, on those relationships than selling, you know, I don't know, a, a packet of your, your infamous porridge and or <laughs> your wonderful muesli, of which I've had the pleasure of, of consuming, which is great. Um <laughs> Last week, I was talking on the podcast about um, the power of your imagination and the creativity that uh, our minds have to provide solutions to problems that we have. You know, if we try and think them through, we don't even get them. So I love when I asked you that around, um, you know, why why the telephone? Why not just a form? Um, that mm. you really thought it through. What shines through, of course, 
is um, some of the magic ingredients that I was suggesting uh, to people to that would help them with their success in the future. And that is, um, first and foremost, love, of course, because love is such an essential ingredient to absolutely everything we do. And, of course, patience, you know, what you're showing, I think, and demonstrating by wanting to take the time to talk to your your customers, like you say, to notice, you know, what they're wearing and give them that human contact is also, a you know, a great degree of patience. And that's something which I think, you know, we can all benefit from in today's fast-paced, busy world. It is easy to get caught up in it. Um... I wouldn't say that, uh, you know, I think you can always look at what you're doing and go, well, actually, I could have probably done that better or this better. Mm-hmm. Or And it's so easy to think, oh, you know, I've got this that, and the other deadline. So we try. I wouldn't say we ever get it dead right. But the fact that, you know, we're conscious of it, at least mm-hmm. is a step in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what else has come up for you this week? What is it you wanted to bring to the session today? I don't know. Just a long list of achievements, really. Yeah. <laughs> because I knew by the end of the session there'd be a whole load more to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And absolutely, uh, let's take some time on those achievements. You know, you've already discovered two potential outlets um, additional to the shop front, as it were. And how are you getting on with the uh, online shopping experience as well? Mm, yes, we've started, mm-hmm. but you know, it's I've tried to make contact with the people that do all of our websitey things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and as usual, you end up having to chase people. Once you get the right people, mm-hmm. the cogs start to turn. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. suddenly realise that, oh, so-and-so's not in the office. Oh, great. Could they call us back on such and such a day? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then about three days later, you think, oh, goodness, they never rang. Mm. So that's one of the things that I've got to start to chase up this week mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I'm going, okay, we still need to get this even started. <laughs> Yeah. So what what's the sort of ideal timeline and what's your expectation there for delivery? Um there's it's gonna involve us taking a lot of photographs mm-hmm. um because they, they're in Ireland. So they can't pop around the corner and do that for us. Mm-hmm. So and I think it's probably best done when we're shut mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's very easy to take photographs of products and for it to look awful. Mm-hmm. And then you think, my goodness, the whole world can see this. And it's like, this, mm-hmm. these have got to be right. There's no good having a load of clutter in the background or, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so fortunately, we have we have a member of staff who mm-hmm. could probably help us. Mm-hmm. So we just need to get a little block of time when you're right. The rest of the world just will put it on hold whilst we take these photographs. Mm-hmm. So I would like to say that for the start of September which for some reason I don't know if it's if it's really biologically correct but the first of September always feels a bit like the start of autumn (laughs) yes yeah Yeah. so if we could get that ready and and running for autumn um Mm -hmm. for the first week in September that would be lovely Mm-hmm. And then it gives us a little bit of time to see what's happening before we get into things like the festive season, mm-hmm. which is, I don't feel awful thinking about that before December the 1st, but there we are. <laughs> <laughs> <Plan> ahead. 
Yeah, for sure. So what I'm hearing you saying is, um, and I want to get some clarity around here because the other magic ingredient which I talk about is truth. So, well, looking at your workload, looking at all the things you're juggling and, you know, like you say, getting the right people in the right place. Are you saying that your expectation is that the shop will be open for the 1st of September or that the photographs will be taken? Oh, um, well, I would like to think that because realistically the only part we have to do Mm -hmm. is the phone call and the photographs, Mm -hmm. that our top 20 products could be on our website for the 1st of September. Mm -hmm. I would like to think so. Mm -hmm. Um, My my fallback to that, if that that doesn't happen, Mm -hmm. is it's definitely got to be done by the middle of September. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I, I think it's important that we have that time to make sure, see what whether it's working, whether it's getting the the visual footfall or not, so mm-hmm. that you know we can go into the new into the new year, twenty twenty one, and decide whether you know there is course or reason for us to consider online sales for real, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which would be a complete first for the the business. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to sort of just pin you down a little bit more there, Kat. Um, these, so the photos and the descriptions are your side, and then the uploading all that onto the website is the website guy's domain. Yeah. Um, when will you have the information that they will require from you ready to hand over? Right. We'll get the photos done for next week. Definitely get the photos done by next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. and on the basis that it relies on a specific member of staff when is that yeah. person available um fortunately that particular individual is quite flexible mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so they will next be in on saturday which mm-hmm. once we close at a time that it's it's always a, is there any extra jobs we're doing today ah yes <laughs> i really need to sort that out or we need to get that done cool um so that might be an ideal time to okay. certainly make a start. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And, and how does that feel? Like when, so I know I'm putting pressure on here, but I think a lot of people that are listening will also understand that, you know, about contracting. So you are meeting expectations. So, you know, you, this isn't all reliant on like on you. Um, you said, you said your web hosts uh, are actually in Ireland but what I heard uh, yes. was Ireland. And of course, no one is in Ireland. Your business is not in Ireland. You're very dependent on your customers and the people who work for you and your suppliers. And for this project, I think a lot of business owners have a similar situations where a project is dependent on multiple component parts all sort of slotting together. Mm. And working out the timeline, which is kind of what we're doing now. Um, and it's really good to do that. So say I have a you know, goal in mind to be launched with the online shop for the 1st of September and then go break that project down into the really essential parts, parts that you have control over and the parts where you're going to need to engage others. The point about getting really clear, and the time I sort of want to labour this a little bit, but getting really clear about the expectations is so that everybody knows specifically what's expected of them mm. and everyone's clear about the timeline for delivery because 
a lot of assumptions could be made. And, um, you know, we've already perhaps even done that here when you've said, oh, no, this particular person usually works on Saturday, so I'm sure you can do it then. But actually, it's going to require you to check in to make sure that he is available, that you definitely allocate the time. Do you see what I mean? Mm. And also in your communications with the web hosts, you know, it's about they may not be getting back to you because they may not understand the urgency and about you Mm. clearly communicating that in the contracting. Yeah. Definitely. So what comes up for you there, Kat? What what are you what are your thoughts on that and the clarity around this project? Yeah, um definitely in terms of timeline. But also, yeah, definitely the point of communicating better, you know, a, a clear time scale. Mm-hmm. Um or one that, you know, would be preferred if humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Um because as you say, it depends on you know what other people have got going on and other and, you know those kind of types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but unless you actually make a point of saying, well, actually this by this and this, I, you know, ideally by this time, mm-hmm. um, how is anybody going to know? And I think it's easy to assume that other people know what's in your head when actually nobody's got a clue unless you tell them. Which sounds so obvious, but it's it's not at all (laughs) so yeah definitely that's um a key thing that I could really focus on changing (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so let's think about that project and breaking it down I mean I I quite like to break it down as sort of like five steps something like really simple steps but then you know you've kind of kind of checked them off because each step even will have obviously sub things um, mm. to do within it but you know like it's like three to five moves so in order to get the shop launched the three to five moves that you need to to have um in place to have mapped out to have booked into your diary to have the times you know in there so that you know the key milestones towards hitting that date maybe that's so that you can drop to me uh, rather than go into the detail in this call can you just drop that to me in an email so that we can check yeah. That's all on on track. Yeah. And I love that you've also, whilst you've put that, you know, dream date of the 1st of September, and I, I like you, feel that September always feels like a second new year. It's like a whole new, a whole of energy comes into September, doesn't it? It's harvest time. It's all the fruits of our year sort of all bundled together in a big basket. And we get to oh, yeah. say, acknowledge all the achievements that we've had, but also think, yeah, let's go and finish this year strong. How can we take this energy from the sun, from this you know fantastic abundant summer we've had, and take that energy right through till through till the end of the year? So I love though that you've put a slightly longer goal in there just in case. I think that that's quite a nice thing to do, and it's sometimes people would think negatively about that because um, it's like almost letting the timeline slip before you even start. <laughs> but when not all these things are in your control in order to manage your expectations and stressors it's important that you have built yourself some buffer zone yeah how does that feel good really mm-hmm. good um but yeah because as you as you say if if you've got a, a single-minded deadline Mm-hmm. and other people's lives and workloads can't fit into that mm-hmm. 
then at least you know you're not thinking oh well that didn't work out and it's it suddenly becomes a negative because mm-hmm. you've still got a I suppose at least by having the second you know deadline you think well actually you know that still fits in that's fine we've got a bit of room to wriggle um and it's it, that that negative aspect is it doesn't need to happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what I love there is that using that at uh, the way you've described it is using that resilience so I would call a resilience zone sort of a buffer to help couch your mind the mindset that might tip in that says ah miss that deadline there's no point in doing it now that sort of all or nothing kind of thinking Mm. where you've got a way of sort of comforting yourself and going well actually you know it's this is still on track the intention to launch this shop is still there and yet while the timeline has been elasticated it's okay because what's more important is the shop gets launched. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. So what else has been coming up? How, how have things been for you? Um, what's going on in your world? Oh, um, well, we've been able to do a bit of housekeeping, but uh, in, in which I don't really mean domestic housekeeping, as in hoovering. <laughs> um, <laughs> That still eludes me, as it does, I think, most normal people. Um, But we've done some work behind the scenes on a project that's been hanging around for about two years. Mm -hmm. So we actually had the till reprogrammed, our archaic, lovely till that... um, It's it's only one step up from Arkwright's, from open all hours... (laughs) Um, we were told that it would it had reached the end of its useful life and, and was worth no more. Fortunately, we knew somebody who could still reprogram it and even had the original manual. So came and pressed all sorts of magic buttons mm-hmm. and now it's it's embracing the 21st century, which is quite alarming but useful. So that's really good. It's it's it means that we have to I've actually taken one member of staff off furlough, which is good, but she's now got projects to work from home, which mm-hmm. is kind of a funny idea when you think, well, how can somebody work from home when you have a shop? How mm-hmm. does that work? Mm-hmm. What she's actually doing is going through every single one of our products, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't think is too many in a small premises, but considering there are things literally everywhere, Mm-hmm. Um, we need to whittle out those that carry VAT. Right. Um, so basically, it means that long term we might be able to make a saving for the business, which is ideal at the moment. Mm-hmm. And instead of running on a percentage adjustment for VAT, we can actually have a solid printout mm. um, at the end of each day because there are some really rogue characters that you wouldn't ever believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so obvious things, luxury things like chocolate or um, female products that I, I think any woman would go, well, why is there tax on them? It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes us down into different politics entirely. But there are rogue characters. So things that you would never imagine, loose goods, um, nuts, raisins, slippery elm powder, um, which for the uninitiated is an ancient thing that's really good for upset tummy. Um, <laughs> carries VAT who would have ever thought so all of this can happen at home without any massive impact on my workload Mm. Um, it can all be done out of hours remotely 
which if we can get this done will be a huge huge achievement mm-hmm. um in amongst everything else that's going on mm. so that's been interesting that's certainly something else that's been happening so that's amazing so thinking about that project now um on the back of the conversation we just had about um planning projects having key milestones um working back from the date the goal date as it were for completion is there anything about that project that you've given to your employee that you want to tinker with that you want to adjust um i fortunately we we have a meeting this afternoon um there's be um my my staff member me and our accountant mm-hmm. um and it'll be the first meeting we've had since we vented this entire thing and even suggested it and everyone went oh yes that might work mm-hmm. so this will be the first time we've got together we can actually see any kind of real figures mm-hmm. and i suppose it'll be the first time when we can really introduce any deadlines mm-hmm. and it's the first time that i can take I can take with me the right mindset to dig out all the useful stuff out of my brain, like mm-hmm. timelines and deadlines and expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then between the three of us, we can try and find something that suits and fits in with everybody's timeline. Sure. Um, so I suppose with that new thought in place, it'll be, I suppose it's the perfect time to have that meeting and see how that adjustment in how it goes mm-hmm. and see what pro- extra progress it'll make and how much mm-hmm. smoother it'll make things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so it'll be a really interesting experiment actually yeah and and here's a technique which i think i have shared on the podcast before but I, it's really valuable tool um and it's worth sharing with you now in preparation for your meeting perhaps even is um as a it's kind of a little grid system for understanding everybody at the table's different point of view. And the four key areas you want to be looking at is expectation, which we've covered, education, energy, and experience. Mm-hmm. So from your perspective, I think if you were you know, taking a piece of paper, dividing it into four, you, know, you would be able to to fill those bits in quite fully for yourself for this particular project of sorting out your um, product range into vatable and non-vatable items. Um, yeah. You've got, you're bringing on board a team member to help you with this project. In this particular, with this particular tool, where it's really useful is if you start to fill that in as you imagine it to be for them. But mm-hmm. what really quickly pops up is some questions. Like, actually, how much energy they've got for this? Like, what is their capacity in terms of the education? Is there something I need them or they need to know that they don't have the tools for right now? Because this is the new role. It's a new thing you've asked them to do. Mm. Um, You know, what is their expectation? You know, (laughs) like you say, they're they're now uh, off furlough um, and working from home. But obviously, working from home presents a whole set of problems in its own right as well for some people. Um, and of course, what if any experience they've had that they can bring? The, you, the beauty of using this tool before you get there is it will just start to flush out some of the questions ahead of time. Mm. The advantage of that being that when you get to the meeting, you can clear off those questions quite quickly 
the meeting is more productive. And this is about working smart rather than working long or working with ease. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Have you, what what are your thoughts about that? Um, Well, definitely, I mean, I've I've got some time before I have to get over there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I've got a nice little spot just here where I can do that. And I think, yeah, that'll be, it'll be a really interesting approach to a meeting. Wow, what a session that was with Kat. Um, You may have noticed we came to a bit of an abrupt ending there, but as we were recording on location, the internet just wasn't powerful enough to cope. Um, I wanted to just highlight, though, some of the amazing sort of nuggets of information, just redraw that out there for you that came out of this particular session. Now, I'm always interested to know what you get out of the session, but certainly for me, listening back... I really appreciated how much preparation Kat was making for the future of her business, knowing that winter's on its way, how she could prepare her business to uh, ride the winter storms, um, given that she's in retail and um, we're potentially going to be having more social distancing. But, you know, thinking from your business perspective, how can you prepare for winter, for the changing seasons and changing market conditions? She also um, explore, has been exploring ways of branching out, how she can be in two places at once. How can she increase um, her business um, while working in these uh, challenging market conditions? So again, you know, thinking about your own business, applying that to your own business, where can you be in two places at once? How can you use the power of digital, for example, to uh, enable you to increase your revenue streams um, and perhaps add some new lines to your business. And finally, we went into quite a lot of detail around a project that Kat was specifically uh, working on. Um, There were a couple of things. One is uh, bringing her shop online and also she was talking about VAT, which is um, for those non-UK listeners, that's value added tax. It's a state tax that's added on to products and is carried on some foodstuffs and items and not on others. Um, so both of those projects, though, required specific uh, milestones to be achieved, different component parts to be um, implemented by team members and external contractors. So I shared with Kat a technique for making sure that everyone who was involved in that project had a clear idea of the expectations on them in terms of the deliverables and the time frame. And it's really important to get that blend between milestones and dates. Um, sometimes we can set everything to a date and then when that date passes as as Kat explained you can sort of think like oh never mind it didn't work I'll throw the whole thing out but actually what we look at instead are the successes so what milestones have been achieved what milestones still need to be achieved and if they feel too big then to break those steps down into smaller component parts um, we drilled right down into you know getting a specific day and a specific time when a specific action which was key leverage point to the success of opening the online business but making sure that happened so that a whole project didn't get stalled. I really hope you've enjoyed the show. If there's anything that you feel I can help you with please don't hesitate to reach out and connect with me. 
I'm really happy to hop on a discovery call with you and explore what it would be like to work together. And yeah, I hope that you have a successful uh, September as we are heading into now and um, look forward to seeing you on a podcast again soon. Until next time, remember to do more of what you love with who you love every single day. Toodaloo. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? 